Hello, listener of the Video Game Rations podcast. My name is Eric, and I'd like to just give my sincerest apologies to all the snack enthusiasts of this podcast. I unfortunately uh, prepared miniature hot dogs, and we all ate them before this episode was recorded. Um, It totally slipped our mind, and we are very sorry for that. Uh, Please enjoy the rest of this episode, and just No, we ate hot dogs before the recording of this episode. Thank you very much. Hello and welcome to Video Game Rations, a monthly video game club. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Sway. Eric Greger here. And I'm Garrett. (laughs) (laughs) One of the Garretts? Or the OG Garrett. I will be the last Garrett. Nice. Uh, if be, you, call me all, Gucci. You guys are all Gucci's. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> if you're unfamiliar with us, we're a couple of friends who pick a video game every month, complete it, and talk about our opinions on the game. For this month, we played Norco. Mm-hmm. Um, before we talk about our game of the show, if you guys could share the podcast, leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcast provider of choice, that greatly help us out. I'm going to toot our own horn here a little bit. Uh, episode plays have been way up, so it seems like we've got some some new listeners. So if you like and enjoy the show, uh, please please drop us a review. Yeah. Or, or um, and or uh, share, share the podcast with your friends. Yeah. What? Also, what? thank you for listening. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And awesome. if you're into Gretsch drums, and you know, this might be a podcast for you too, for Gold Gretsch Man. Give him a little shout out. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, VideoGameRations.com is the place to go for the links to our Twitter, Discord, Gmail. You can drop us a line on there anytime you want. Uh, and you can also find our Twitch channel, which has also been doing quite well. Yeah. The numbers are steadily rising, Pretty steadily good. rising. The, we're having a good time on Thursdays playing our, our game of the month. And Sunday, we're, we, we call it a variety night. We just play whatever we feel whatever like. We're feeling. Whatever we feel like playing. Yeah, yeah it's been fun. Uh, Sunday to shake off those Monday scaries, you know? That's you know, right. I'll be yeah, thinking exactly. about Monday. Loosen yeah, up. Get loose before Monday. Yeah. But not too loose. Not too loose, no. Yeah, don't get, don't get too loose. Because it's Monday morning, <laughs> the next morning. I have definitely called in sick. From a too, uh, too loose too, a Sunday? Too loose Sunday. Oh, uh, you did double whammy, though. <laughs> I double whammied oh, yeah, pretty hard. You double whammied. Yeah. Um, and uh, congratulations to Stoop. Mm. We had our uh, Super Mario RPG speedrun top 100 attempt number three. Yes. Was uh, last Sunday. Sunday, what's today? Sunday the 29th. Yeah. And uh, he got uh, 96th. Yes. 96th. Officially in the books? Uh, Uh, I don't know if he's uploaded it yet, but um, I got the episode cut. And on YouTube, so nice. he could submit it. So that's we'll where the, the time officially sits. Ninety six yeah. smoked the goal. S- smoked the goal. We 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 were we beat it by fifteen minutes or so. I think. Dang. And uh, we had a pretty significant blunder right in the middle where we had to refight, redo a boss fight. Oh really? Mm. Yeah, because we we just he we didn't save in the town after the fight. And we got we got we went into the next room, which automatically set up the next boss fight. Ah. And there's just no going back. Wow! So we just wow. had to click it, 
and go from uh, go back pretty far. Still Dang. made it though. Still made it. Awesome. If, we, if we wouldn't have had to do that, we probably would have beat it in like for uh, like thirty minutes early. Or Dang. So, so, is this enough to fill Stoops' uh, dreams of being in the top one hundred, or oh, is it going to be more? pursuit to go higher well we were talking after he's thirsty now he, he's <laughs> pretty thirsty we're 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 we've already been discussing what we're gonna do next uh we've been talking about a little chrono trigger maybe dang a little winter RPGs. uh and yeah nice also awesome. apparently there's a jackbox game that people have been um oh, speed running. i didn't know you could speed run a jackbox game it, it's people are doing it it's a co-ops trivia game yeah, uh, and how do you play? Oh, you can play them alone. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I remember playing the PC not, version alone. It's not. It's like a Jackbox. Friends, huh? <laughs> well, it's this like would be before um, the internet was like big. <laughs> it's like a specific one. It's not like the right. Jackbox yeah. game. I don't. I don't remember what it was. But okay. I don't know. We've been talking around. But he also uh, messaged me today and said uh, he's he thinks he's gonna keep going with the mario oh, oh really yeah, it's got the bug now nice. addicted so, nice yeah. cool you said get a new co-pilot i can't do that <laughs> i can't i, can't, uh, I mean pressure <laughs> yeah uh yeah congratulations Stoop. you did a great job yep yeah. uh so this this segment of the pod we usually like to get uh into the mood of talking video games talk about what we've been currently playing for the month but uh, we played Norco for our game of the show for the month, which uh, is a very it's just a reading game basically. Uh, yeah. Reading simulator. So <laughs> it wouldn't have been the best thing to do play on Twitch unless we were uh, assigning voices and doing all that yes. stuff. Which yeah, um, would have uh, probably turned the yeah. Glad we didn't. Would probably would have turned the six hour play time until 12, 15, 15 hours. Absolutely. Like that. Um, so instead, we picked a game that we were gonna play. Uh, specifically for our Twitch streams, and we played Rogue Legacy 2. Yeah, we did. I know, Nolan, you checked your Rogue Legacy 1 hours, didn't you? You were like 12, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I played Something? like 12 hours of the first one. Um, I don't think I played that much of Rogue Legacy 1, but I remember it on the PlayStation uh, 4. Oh. And it was like free yeah. for the month. And I was playing a lot of that, but... Um, one of those PS Plus titles. Yeah, I don't think I put like I don't put don't think I put that much time into it. So. I certainly did not. I uh, it was one of the Steam games I had a long time ago. I had Steam on my work computer at my old work because mm-hmm. I would I was there so much that and I was doing like renders all night kind of stuff. So yeah, it was like I would install you know little games like Rogue Legacy and like. FTL and I would play that while I while I was just like waiting for renders to get done. Mm-hmm. It and makes sense. Yeah, so I played a pretty big chunk of Rogue Legacy One. That game is really hard. I did uh, try it recently again after playing Rogue Legacy Two for a while. And we were talking about this on Twitch a little bit, but Rogue Legacy Two is uh, still pretty hard. Mm-hmm. but not mm-hmm. nearly as hard as the first one but yeah the yeah. difference between the first and the second are pretty significant i think it's um there was just a patch like a couple weeks ago too where they like balance some things too they're trying to get people not to hit their head on like certain sections yeah and so they like were changing characters around 
And they were, I think that was the thing. It was like, they're like, we want people to actually like play, play this game, the game the whole way yeah. through. Mm-hmm. The first one definitely felt like this game hates you. <laughs> Good <laughs> luck. So. Yeah, it was almost like Super Meat Boy meets uh, like yeah. all the Castlevanias and stuff. Yes. Like. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, I mean, I like that one a lot, but I really took to Rogue Legacy too. It was like, like the perfect skill level for, for me. And like, like there's a couple sections you have to grind a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't, it didn't take too long. No. So, I mean, it's it never been... felt like you were like really under, you know, mm-hmm. the game mm-hmm. was really punishing you. So, yeah, I was going to say, it, it just feels like really nice to get in a, a run too. Yes. If every little run feels like, pretty satisfying unless it's like a garbage character that you know you're gonna die within like yeah. a couple seconds and you're yeah, just trying yeah, to see yeah. how far you can make it yeah yeah for sure yeah i, I really liked uh the rogue light elements of this one like the using the currency to build up um your castle and a lot different characters and you can kind of hone into like the specialties and stuff um and also just like the random traits that you get that can really spice up a run you know um and then you can kind of decide like if you what if if it's worth worth the risk or the reward or if you are trying to make some significant progress you can just kind of like go with one of the more standard ones because you usually get one that's like pays out a lot of extra coin and then there's like a regular one too yeah i definitely found myself leaning towards um certain characters more like the more i played um and then I got to a point where I needed to make make some coin, so it kind of forced me to play with some other characters. Sure, um, which I I like that aspect a lot. Yeah, um, I didn't really do too much with like the armor and the what was it the pendants? Like the pendants, I kind of just yeah. left it and forget it basically. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, you know, but I'm sure if you're like really min maxing, you can get into like the stats and stuff. Yeah. Um I probably played it the the least amount of time compared to you two. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean it's really fun. I want to just kind of keep it on the on on the installed on the Xbox. It's super easy for me to like just turn on my Xbox and like hop in and do like two or three runs while I'm waiting for something or yeah. or it's whatever which is which is game. what I really like. Yeah, but uh Nolan kept kind of saying that um it's really like that flow state kind of game. So you got needed like a couple runs to like really like yeah. be like, oh yeah, this is how yeah, it's played again. For sure. I definitely had some like some like 30 minute, 45 minute runs. Yeah. And I was like, I would like, I'd get my coffee. I would get into work a little early and I'd be like, <laughs> right, I'm going to, I got, I got like an hour. I'm going to just like do a couple runs. Yeah. And I would end up doing like one. I'm yeah. Like, Damn it. Yeah. I was uh, there was a couple long runs that I had where I was thankful that the Xbox has like the quick resume where you can just like power it off and just yeah. boot it back up and you're back right back or even if you switch games too. Yeah, yeah. You can uh, and you can pause like you can just quit in the middle of the run and it just like you know. Oh, there's like resume. a save or something. Yeah, you don't. Oh, cool. It just resumes back. I think it re- it like puts you back at the like whatever uh, biome you're in. Mm-hmm. But uh, and, but your progress in that run stays. Hmm. So yeah, I noticed I I picked a hero in the beginning, did some bought some things, quit the game, mm-hmm. and then when I got back, it didn't let me pick a hero again. So I was like in that state too, because I thought it was right. gonna kick me back to picking yeah. a hero. 
Did you have any favorite traits at all? That, like if you saw it come up, you're like, fuck yeah, I'm doing this, this run. <laughs> the max health is super good, mm-hmm. uh, especially on like the soldier. It's like you can't heal, but you have like 800 plus HP. Mm. I've had that one come up a couple of times, and that mm-hmm. one's really good with bosses, mm-hmm. especially if you have it locked, the world locked down. Which is a thing you can do. You can lock down the world so it's all discovered where you've been and all the chests are, like, taken. Yeah. And it resets the fairy chest. But that's really good to, like, grind on a boss. Yes. And if you get a trait that's, like, really good against mm-hmm. that boss, it's nice to mm-hmm. do. And I got one that was, like, HP was, like, 800. Yes. Yeah. I got that max HP one, and I was the chef. And I was like, ooh, I wonder if I can cook and it'll heal. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I thought it might be like a little workaround. Yeah, yeah. But I I think I like the vampire just because it like that plus the the healing pennant. Mm-hmm. You can get a lot of like uh, health back when you kill enemies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had some pretty long ones with mm-hmm. that. I like the clown too. Yeah, the and clown lets you bounce off anything. Yeah, which is really good against. Um, pretty much like spikes on the ground and mm-hmm. uh, other traps and yeah. stuff mm-hmm. that you can't normally jump off. And as much as I hate f- farting, um, the fart one is pretty good. <laughs> the IBS? Yeah. 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 I it's think cool it when you die too and you die, you're like, you do something and then it just goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes a little fart noise. Yeah. There. Uh, so I don't know if they removed it. I know, um, but there was one, like it was a vertigo or something like that. Where yeah, Brian got it. You're upside down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they took it out. Yeah, they took it out. Yeah, which it was like very was so hard. Not it was in the very, first. It was yeah. in the first one, and yeah. I I got it a couple times before the it, they removed it, and uh, I thought maybe they just lowered the chance. Really, like you get it like it's like a one percent chance or something like that. Yeah, but I don't know. No man, that makes you so nauseous. <laughs> yeah, yeah nauseous even washing it. Oh, I know yeah. it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. I'm just going to sh- just go run through some of the funny ones, like the lewd mode where all the enemies are pixelated, yeah, uh, which good. is really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, the I don't remember what it's called, but all your jumps left like a colorful streak. Mm-hmm. So I've it never basically, that it basically looked like paintball mode, yeah. you know, because if you're jumping all over the place, you just have like a big cloud color uh, of color rainbow behind you. I think you. it was pretty rare. I've got it maybe twice. Really? Um, yeah. And then there are some that were just like hard, just to be hard. Like uh, you couldn't see the enemy's health or yeah. or your own health, like that yeah. that type of stuff. It's like, yeah. I'll see how much coin I can get, or your yeah. one hit. Though I love the one hit ones. Tiny heart is really good. Oh yeah. Which one's that one? If your hit box is just your heart, it's really oh, tiny. I don't think I got that one. You take a lot of damage, but they can't hit you anywhere, so you're like invisible your frames. Is, like, yeah, it's tiny. Small. Yeah, it's a fun game. I really like it. Um, I definitely just want to keep, like I said, keep it, keep it installed, and just keep hopping into it every once in a while. How far are you, Nolan? Uh, so I'm in the, I'm in the last, I'm on the last boss before the I open the door. Yeah. So I'm, I think I have, you know, I think I'm like close to the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm definitely gonna keep going. I'm trying to find the fourth boss door again i i got i killed the i did a two void beast trials or whatever they were you got those two trials done i finally i I actually took note from uh brian's playthrough oh yeah yeah i picked the archer 
posted up a platform up top, just <laughs> nice. lobbed arrows. Nice. Called it good. Was nice. that the wall or was it the two, the two enemies? The two enemies. The wall was very confusing at first. Yeah. I didn't know what was going on. Me neither. And uh, then I got to the end and I was like, oh, okay, this is a, a boss. Yeah. Technically. It was pretty cool. It was, it was a cool, uh, like, unique boss. Yeah. In that game. It's our mini boss, I guess. So now you said this boss was pretty easy, so I'm curious now. Yeah, the boss was, I think it only took me two tries. Okay. Or maybe three. Um, the next one is pretty hard. And then just the the whole area I'm in right now is like crazy difficult. Like the, mm-hmm. the difficulty spike was like significant where I and felt the- like I've been on like a nice curve through the game. This one I've like, I'm getting like one shot by just regular enemies and stuff. I'm and, like, and I think you're in the area that they nerfed a little bit too. The mole man area or whatever the mole, the sun tower. Yeah. No, no. I'm, I'm past the sun. Tower. Oh, you're past the sun tower. Yeah. He's in the underground. Yeah. The underground. Gotcha. Area. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, it's uh, it's really hard. But I think I'm, it's the sun tower. They take I think down. I was. I'm almost in the sun tower. I think I was a little under leveled, so I've been grinding, mm. and I'm now getting to the point where I can, um, you know, uh, so some of the pennant stuff you get, I don't know if you've gotten any of them yet, but you can get um extended movement stuff, so you can do double dashes, mm. and you can have an extra jump. So I have a triple jump. Oh, yeah. Cool. Which I have. The double, the Those are, jump, have you seen the jump higher one there? You just hold the down and you jump really high? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a trait. Yeah. This, um, oh, is yeah, something yeah. you get? Yeah, these are the pen, like if you go to the lady who trades like the blood ruby things. Yeah. Or the rubies, I guess. They're not blood. They're like a little blood droplet looking. Yeah, they're things. blood. Okay, they're blood. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what they are. You trade blood. Yeah. You might. Uh, <laughs> they're Billy Bob Thornton, Angelina Jolie pennants. Oh, yes. Boy. Yeah, exactly. Change I exchange my Billy Bob pennants that he's got. <laughs> uh, oh boy! Yeah. So and I've, I I just started getting into the armor stuff too. Mm. Like I changed it so each class has a different set. Mm-hmm. It's not so it's not just like one. Yeah. And I, I can get a little more finite with each class, which is nice. Nice. So, yeah. Cool. Uh. So. The month, we're in the month of June here. Well, tomorrow uh, mm-hmm. we're in the month of June, which is uh, the big summer of uh, E3 usually, right? <sighs> Rest in peace. Or maybe Long not. gone. Yeah, it's probably dead. It's probably Sounds dead. Like there was like were... more rumors that it's coming back, but then uh, it's like a digital thing. Who cares? Who cares? Um, so we just wanted to run through a couple of the shows that are going to be coming up in June and just say... One thing that we want from each of these. So uh, coming up in a couple of days, we got Sony. Uh, they're doing a state of play. Um, they're they're mostly going to be talking about third-party partners and a sneak peek at several games in development for PlayStation VR 2. Oh, that cool. is what um, they have lined up for this one. I wouldn't be surprised if they have another one later in the summer. I think they got to. Um, that that would be more of like an E three thing, but what do you guys want to see from Sony this summer long? I almost said Thor Ragnarok, and then I was like, no, <laughs> what is it? God of War Ragnarok. Oh, yeah, God yeah, of War yeah. Ragnarok. Yeah, uh, I would like to see that. Yeah, they just they've only really showed characters in the logo, so it'd be nice to. 
Yeah. See, show some gameplay. Is that supposed to be coming out this year? Yeah. It's supposed to be. It's, it's not st- supposedly still on track. No way. That's Says ridiculous. it's still on track. So Game Scoop was saying it got raided in South Korea, uh-huh. which they're like, they have to be sending in some game for them to raid it. So yeah. they were, they're speculating it still. It's I mean, more, when, more when likely did, than not. Apparently. When did God of War 1 come out? 2019. Okay. Sure. I mean, yeah. Sure. They probably were, were working on it, <laughs> and it's immediately after. I mean, this isn't like a negative because, like, God of that God of War game looks crazy good, but I'm sure it's not going to be like, and it has to play on a PlayStation Four still, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, I can see that. It looked good on the PlayStation Four. Oh yeah, it did. Yeah. Then no it doubt. came to PC. It looked amazing, mm-hmm. and they did that ultra wide format where mm-hmm. you could play it on like giant ass TVs. Yeah. Yep. And my mind was blown by like. <laughs> how it looked on PC. I would like to see that yeah. for sure. You know what I want to see? This is no one's talking about this. You know, no journalists are talking about this. <laughs> oh, no. Uh no, it's that game that was shown uh a couple years. It's like Little Devils. It's one that looks like kind of like a board game. Oh yeah. Uh, and kind of like Death Stranding. It's like you're like Did they show it last year? Yeah, they did show did it. They show yeah, it they showed year? it last year and it looked quite a bit different. Yeah, but yeah. They, did, they definitely yeah. did show it last year. Yeah. Uh I just want to know when that's coming out. Okay. Yeah. I feel like they've shown it in little snippets and then that's it. Yeah. And it, it feels like it's almost like an indie game, but I know nothing about it besides those two trailers. Right. Yeah. Okay. What do you what do you want to see from the Sony from Sony this summer? Just show me that PC lineup. That's what I <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing. Um yeah. basically like I wanna see what they just keep talking about it now. They had like an investor call a couple weeks ago and they expect, I think by 2023 for PC games to be 50% of their revenue. Mm. Um, they had like a little graph that showed what their revenue was from Death Stranding. Well, from PC games, but that year there was only Death Stranding and then the next year was God of War and Death Stranding mm-hmm. and the revenue was like through the charts. So they're like basically seeing that it's, worthwhile for them to do it so i, I want to see what's coming to pc yeah. or even days gone oh yeah that was the other one too did great and yeah. there people are like is days gone gonna get a sequel because it did great on pc no they already canceled <laughs> i know but it, they already canceled they got them doing something else well uh i want to see what that pc lineup is like or i want to be sold as as a reason to me why i should buy a playstation 5 yeah basically that's- that's the hard. Um, like just, I'm, I, I I buy gadgets all the time, even shit I don't need. Like, sell me a PlayStation Five. Why should I? Why oh, should I buy a PlayStation anyway. Five at this point? I am kind of with you, especially with uh, like the games coming to PC. But I feel the same about Xbox as well. But I'm glad they I have, didn't they're try already and there find. On, yeah. They're already there on PC. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's been easy. I'm yeah. glad I didn't try and find a PlayStation or pay way too much for a PlayStation Five. Yeah, and they get, they and come in 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 and out of stock pretty pretty often now. I know a couple of people with them, and they do really like it. So yeah, so, but because yeah. we got punked the other day, <laughs> oh, yeah, um, I would love to see them officially announce a Bloodborne uh, PC port. PC port. It's got to be coming. I didn't expect uh, in that like troll. It said that Bluepoint was doing it, and I was like, oh, that's weird. I figured they would have just released like a. 60 fps version mm. that's all anyone really wants anyways yeah. they don't want like a remaster mm-hmm. they just want it to like 
run at a high frame rate. <laughs> Didn't yeah. they bring, bring Blue Point on to do all that kind of stuff? They Blue Point did the Demon Souls one. Yeah, but uh, that's like a full remake. But but before that, they yeah, were they were. D- they were doing a lot of like the ports and stuff. Like oh, that. gotcha. Um, gotcha. and they were basically known as a port studio before they gave them Demon Souls, and then they did a great job on that one, and then bought them. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. I was gonna say, uh, Little Devils, Devils Inside is slated to come out winter 2022 mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Uh, Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, and PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. Huh. Cool. Could definitely see it. Who ma- who's making that one? Uh, that is NeoStream Interactive, and it's on the Unreal Engine. So okay. if they had to switch to Unreal Engine 5, or if they've been mm-hmm. using Unreal no, Engine 5, yeah, it's probably a four. It. Probably yeah. probably sticking yeah. with a four. All right, uh, next up, the following Thursday, or, or, yeah, Thursday, is Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest. Um, or as I saw somebody uh, t- tweet today, Jeff Threeley. Oh. So, yeah, another live showcase, uh, much like previous years, or um, the Game Awards. Um, what is one thing you want to see from... Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest. Uh, so I think he, I think I saw a tweet from him saying like he's really excited for how much actual gameplay mm-hmm. is going to be showed, and because you never really know what you're going to get at like, I don't know what to expect from Summer Game Fest. I think I am just kind of I I hope he delivers on that. I think he said uh, like more killer and less filler or something like that because yeah. I think uh, the the video game awards last year got knocked for having a way too many ads. It was a lot of trailers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I think that's yeah. a, ex- specifically what he was talking. I don't about. also like <clears throat> I don't expect a lot of games to come out this year. Mm-hmm. Like a bunch of them have already been pushed. Like mm. so, yeah. I would like to see you know some some actual. I don't care if. Like, I get a release date, but I would like to see some more gameplay in general. We're in that weird, this was supposed to be the best year since whatever, <laughs> 20, whatever, PlayStation 2017, 4. I think. Yeah. It was supposed to be, like, the height of everything. And then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, I think we're finally seeing the COVID implications, like, the delays and stuff yeah. finally happening. Uh, but I'd like to see, I haven't followed the days of dev indie showcase in a long time and i know that's part of this mm-hmm. i'd like to see what tim schaefer's crew's sh- tim schaefer's crew is doing after psychonauts 2 if they've yeah. got more up their sleeve yeah. uh they've pretty much at this point remastered all of their old point and clicks so i don't think they <laughs> i think they got a couple more they could do but sure do you think uh double fine would be part of a indie game showcase or does that roll up into xbox now i mean that's their that day of the devs is them Oh, they run it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see. So I'm curious if it's just going to be indies from them or if they're going to announce something bigger from them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how that'll work with Microsoft now. I think um, they, like uh, Summer Game Fest, they have like a splash page that has all their partners on it. I think mm-hmm. Xbox is one of the, the partners. So that'd be cool. They definitely could show something there that um, maybe they don't have enough time for it. Their, show, their own showcase or something like that. Yeah. But that's I, that's all I can think of for. I know there's so many other things that are probably gonna drop during yeah. summer. Yeah, I I have been seeing a lot of uh, people playing um, that Blood Hunt 
uh, the Vampire Masquerade mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. and I was kind of excited. I was excited for the uh, Vampire Masquerade two, so, and that game got shelved. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll show some. Maybe they found a new developer to work on that, and mm-hmm. they'll show some stuff. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. What do we think Kojima's gonna do during this? Because you know they're buddies. You yeah, know it's gonna. Be, you know. know it's gonna be a thing. I, I what was it he, last time? It was the director's cut, right? It was the director's yeah. cut. Death Stranding director. But he cut. didn't have like much to do with that. Well, they showed it at right. But yeah. I, I think he that just was like a, did a recorded thing, right? He just, that was like a Sony thing. Right, but Kojima had like a, like hi Jeff Keeley, like oh did he? Yeah. Oh okay. I don't yeah, they they're that. always like yeah, they're 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 in a bromance for sure. Bro- oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I bet you he uh, shows a trailer for maybe a movie he's working on because <laughs> mm. he's been talking about how he's been womp, wanting womp, to make womp. movies and stuff. Yeah. I did you see all this is a sidetrack, but you see the rumors about um, Norman Reedus saying he's recording Bo for Death Stranding too? Yeah. Yeah, he, oh, really? he leaked. He leaked it. Yeah. Destiny too. <laughs> but then people said he's also been on the record for just like not knowing what he's working on, and he's just kind of like doing projects. He's mm-hmm. like kind of just flowing through it. Uh, but supposedly he's like he recorded the first one years before it came out, you know, because yeah. you know that's what happens. And then it came out, won a bunch of awards, and he's like, "Yeah, it came out, I was winning a bunch of awards, and now we're recording the second one." Mm-hmm. Like that's what he said. <laughs> Yep. So that'd be a very interesting thing to drop at this, but yeah. I, it's, I think it's too soon. It'd be like three I, years out, too yeah, soon for sure. Too soon. Um. Uh, so I think uh, the summer game fest and the the VGAs are known for showing off like really kind of obscure, interesting, interesting titles, and I just want to see some cool, some cool indie games that are going to be coming out this year. Like, sure. bo- like both of you have been saying, um, the back half of 2022 is looking pretty bare in the cupboards, which for uh, uh, a video game club podcast isn't a problem because we just dive dive deep into that backlog. We got um, other things to talk about. Yeah, um, but I but I want to see I want to see what what's coming out this year. I I, I don't want to see like two or three years in the future and a bunch of trailers. I want to see some some up and coming stuff. Yeah, or we're past like logo reveals, right? These bigger companies got to show something. Yeah, for next year, the, all the ones that got delayed got to start showing stuff for. Just keep going. Yeah, just work on it. I don't care. No, I just mean it's good. Your games. Yeah, Who it's good cares? that they're delaying them, but they they got to yeah. start like probably showing I what these I, games actually are. Yeah. And not just CG trailers. Okay, on to the next one. June 12th, which is a Sunday, mm. 10 a.m. Pacific, Xbox and Bethesda Showcase. They got 90 minutes to <laughs> fill. Um, and uh, they've had lots of big delays this year. Starfield, Redfall, Stalker 2? Three? Nah, that's Stalker Two. Stalker Two. I for well, is that um, Xbox? Yeah, it is. That's not happening though. I know it's delayed. Uh, I'm talking about all the games that are delayed. Oh, I was gonna say they're not showing anything on that though. I know it's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying this is. They did. Uh, they did start production again. Oh, okay. right. 
they the, a lot of uh, articles have been posted about them like despite uh, the war. That's what I was gonna say. They're, I think they're, they're done gone. for a while, but I didn't know yeah. that they started back up. Yeah. So I was gonna say Starfield, Redfall, Stalker Two um, have all been delayed into 2023 already. So that basically wiped out their whole calendar for the whole year of like mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. stuff from their own uh, studios. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what the, their 90 minutes is going to be. Yeah. Well, yeah, the rumors are it'll probably be a red, uh, Redfall gameplay because they haven't showed much on that besides that they've trailer. They've only showed that trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they've got room to do that. I would love to see some Starfield gameplay mm-hmm. they could they could even though it is delayed till the first half of next year they could show that what do you want to see what is one thing you want to see from the xbox bethesda showcase you know they probably got some gears thing up their sleeve they i probably don't have see that no i know but they <laughs> probably have like a whole remaster set of all there's those a, games there's been a long rumor that there's a there's like a master chief collection type of thing i'm gonna say it I want to see Elder Scrolls Six. I know. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. I just would like. I haven't got through Starfield yet. I know. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. if I, if I, like. So, hey, if that's the one thing you want to see, I think we're going to see some Starfield and Redfall. Yeah. And I do want to see both of those, but I would love to see some. I just want to see what like a next gen Elder Scrolls looks like. Yeah. I think I think we'll see Starfield and Redfall too because they can't show the games and be like oh and by the way they're delayed till 2023 or they can't show them and then a month down the line say they're delayed till 2023 yeah like they they, it was like uh i think i was listening to some podcast they said it was exactly a month before this showcase was supposed to drop that they said they were going to be delayed so they're just getting the bad news out of the way and then here's some cool shit i think that's it opens them up to show more stuff too as mm-hmm. opposed to being like here's the thing it's out you know in a couple months and yeah. they're if everyone's like maybe put that back in them for a little bit yeah. at least they have the delay out of the way yeah they can show some cool shit if they get like backlash on stuff they can work on it yeah even though the prior <laughs> they already uh, know it <laughs> that they're working on it i think they're gonna make sure things are a lot more baked than that halo infinite one before they uh, <laughs> before yeah. they show it again i uh I'm just curious. I'm really curious what a Bethesda open world game looks like, like from like the Elder Scrolls, like Fallout people. Mm. What is it? Zenimax. Zenimax. Zenimax was the parent company of. Oh, so who Bethesda. makes those games? Bethesda. Bethesda. Fallout? Elder Scroll is Bethesda. Okay. Okay. I was getting. I, for some reason, I was getting Arcane mixed in there as like bethesda arcane is under that same umbrella oh my god it's so annoying fuck all these companies. yeah they own they own uh okay so, so i they, want i'm excited to see a bethesda i guess a tom howard big open world game you and want tommy the, out there you want him slinging the open world i well he's working on starfield and he's working on elder Scrolls 6 isn't he yeah i think he's the, i'm curious i'm curious what's gonna what it, those games look like after fallout 4 is mm-hmm. what i'm saying Mm-hmm. Was I, I was mixing all my companies yeah. together. What's the, what's the okay. one they Easy ship? Easy to do. Uh, Fallout uh, New Vegas too. What's that company's name? Oblivion. Uh, I think it's Oblivion. Well, that was Oblivion. Yeah. yeah. And they made outer the Outer Worlds. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And I don't great. think we know what 
they're doing, do we? They're doing Outer Worlds Outer 2. Outer Worlds 2, yeah. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, okay. There's that goofy yep. trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. Okay, and that's they're doing cool. a, Avowed, which is like a first-person fantasy game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we haven't seen anything on that in a while either. No. Uh, I want to say the Outer Worlds 2 goofy trailer was last last E3. <laughs> so many games. Dude, that, game, oh, that game's dope. It is. Really I still want to play it. It's, it's so good. Yeah. It's a really good, just uh, baked down to the basics. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. One of those games. Because I tried to get. I mean, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but trying to get back into Fallout after not playing it forever. Oh man, it was really hard. Mm. It felt like mm-hmm. so slow and slug. I was also playing on the PS4, but I'm sure with like mods Dude, and everything so now good. on the PC, yeah. So good. You know, hit that mods channel in our uh, Discord. <laughs> That's right. Uh, um, I would like to see. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do two and cheat because you guys have been doing multiples. Um, there's no rules here, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm curious, very curious to see this Indiana Jones game from from Machine Games, who are the Wolfenstein people. Oh yeah. Um, I forget about that. So they, they teased that one, um, a couple years ago. So I think, uh, let's see what's going on with that game. Um, and then the other big one I want to see, which I think they've been talking about this game for a good while. Hellblade two. I want to see what that game looks like. That trailer last year was amazing. It was. And they said that was like, in game yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I was like <sighs> And I think that was bef- that was before they officially said they were in UE five. So I don't know if they have been like doing UE five the whole time and that was like pre like uh, the the announcement and what they were showing and stuff, but yeah, that looked crazy. I'd like to see. I'm gonna do like Charlie conspiracy theory. I want to see all the companies that are switching to Unreal Five or who are working on Unreal Five and who are now like. I'm sure that'd be pretty easy to find. Yeah, you think I get? I'm just know that the whole like announcement of Cyberpunk and The Witcher, mm-hmm. they were like, "Hey, we're, we're or switching. CG, yeah, we're yeah. switching." I'm wondering how many companies have made that choice within the last like year and a half. Seems like it's been quite a bit. Yeah. Seems like it's been quite a bit. Or these ones that have been like, what was the last one I said that was on Unreal? Um, but I'm just, I'm wondering, like, they're obviously not going to switch if they've been production for like, yeah, yeah, three yeah. or four years. Hellblade Two is, I mean, they, yeah, that's what I was kind of wondering too. There's I, another. I bet one. you the switch between Unreal Four to Unreal Five, I'm sure, isn't like crazy, crazy. Yeah, but. You're not switching from like Unity to Unreal. That's what that's right. what I'm wondering. Or your like own a, per, or your own personal engine that you've been no, working on for no. like like Red Engine. Like if they're switching, you yeah. know, everything over to UE5, like no, that's no, gonna no. take some time. No. Like I know Kojima's using <clears throat> like the Frostbite engine and stuff. Is he? I thought he, he was. I thought he was using the Fox Die engine. No, Didn't, for oh, because doesn't Death Kojima Stranding. own that shit? Yeah. Oh forgot about that so he got help from the no, no, uh, no. it's not frostbite it's the horizon what's the horizon uh yeah. Tech. No? Yeah. no it's not it's some frosty it's a frosty one <laughs> it's a frosty one uh dairy queen frosty <laughs> it's, it's a mr they Misty. just cool all those boards in a in a bunch of soft serve <laughs> decima engine decima yep they use yeah. that for death stranding yes yeah yep gorilla yes. helped him but i feel like if he was starting his own studio, like Unreal Five, would be a good. Feels like everything he'd want to do. 
Yeah. And uh, I, I think last little bow on it, Xbox has to show something that's coming out this year. <laughs> Since all their stuff, like Got all their be. big titles, like they had a game every quarter. There's been a lot of this year. Hellblade 2 could come out this year. Could. That's... I will... Okay. I, I will say there have been a ton of good indie games that have come out on Game Pass. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like, these big games getting, like, delayed out has left a lot of room for you to just kind of try all sorts of shit. And yeah. And it's been good. Yeah. I, I I have no complaints about. Yeah. There's been a lot of complaints about um, the first-party games leaving Game Pass, or not leaving, but being delayed to yeah to future dates. But I'm still finding plenty to play. Yeah. Uh, on Game Pass and outside of Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. I'm not short of games, that's for sure. No, it is. Ni- it is nice to have these bigger ones um, come in and take up a lot of time, though. Sure. Like even um, Elden Ring will probably be talked about for the rest of the year. Great game. Mm-hmm. I but, gotta, um, I, I have to get back into it. But I like that 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 I can talk about. Elden Ring with people. I haven't played Elden Ring, mm-hmm. but I can talk about Elden Ring, and then I can talk about Tunic and all these other like smaller titles, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, they're just as relevant. The good thing about Elden Ring is like the the really deep dive lore YouTube videos are starting to come out. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. That's good. That's good. But can you imagine if all these titles dropped this year? I wouldn't even know where to begin. Yeah. Okay, so we got one last big company left. We don't know what their summer plans are, but they've yeah. got to be cooking something, and it is Nintendo. Mm. What is something you want to see from Nintendo this summer? I want to see Silk Song. Oh. Yeah. It, so is that, you think that's coming from Nintendo? No. Like, okay. But, uh, but that's the rumor. I bet you anytime we hear they, about it. Anytime <laughs> they have... <laughs> Anytime they have a live stream, it's just Silk Song. Yeah, and the I feel like because Hollow Knight was originally tied pretty heavily to the yeah. Switch, right? No, it came out before the Switch, I think. But wasn't it? it yeah, it came out on PC first, and then it became part of like the Nintendo. It just was a great. It was just a really great mm. Switch game, yeah. and then they, and then Nintendo. Uh, I don't know if they debuted it, but. During one of their live streams or whatever. Oh, Silk Song was announced. Silk Song. Okay. They had like a Silk Song yeah. trailer that was okay. like so. That's why there's amazing. that that connection there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it's the Smash Brothers uh, in the chat. It's yeah. Thing. It's the Elden Ring of Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, Metroid Prime Four. Oh boy. Oh ooh. boy. Ooh. Uh, Nintendo. 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 Well, they're probably coming out with that Rabbids sometime soon. That's supposed to come out this year, for sure. That'll be fun. Um, oh, first one's great, man. <laughs> Sparks, Sparks, Mario Rabbids, Sparks of Hope. It's such a weird mashup that just works in a tactics format. It just says 2022. So I think that'll come no, out. No date. I'm sure it will, too. I mean, there's not a whole lot different that they gotta do right i mean make some new levels i mean of course i'm not saying it's like super easy to make no, a sequel like but... graphically they're not changing right they're not changing much and they get a lot of leeway with being on the switch um man i i mean we talked about it that's a perfect game for the summer game fest oh 100 yeah goofy trailer yeah uh a date that it's coming out in like yeah. a week or something a rabbit will probably drop down from the ceiling and uh, drop keely or something like that dude they're the minions of uh <laughs> video games yeah <laughs> video are. games um i i would like to see 
some we talked about it in discord but windmaker wind waker coming to switch would be amazing mm-hmm. like a updated version of it yeah uh, um, Jeff Grubb keeps saying they're they're they have a couple ports finished for the Switch and they're just waiting to fill them into the calendar somewhere. I just don't want to pay a subscription to play that game. Yeah, That's, well, they they would have to add a GameCube uh, part part to Nintendo Switch Online because that was a GameCube. But game. wasn't it? Didn't it get upgraded on Wii? Nintendo Switch Online doesn't have like a Wii emulator or GameCube emulator. So it's right now it's just regular Nintendo, Super Nintendo. <sighs> And 64 and Sega, right? I don't know so. why it just can't be a game on the Switch and not through an emulation. Because they got rid of the virtual I console. Know. They're idiots. It is surprising that you can't get the um, Wind Waker HD on yeah. Switch. Yeah, That's crazy. Because you can get Skyward Sword. You can well, Breath- they, they made a Switch-specific version for it, too. Yeah. Yep. Breath of the Wild came out on both. Yeah, Wii U and... Yeah. Yeah, like I, I think they could do it. And I don't think they're gonna do it. I'm sure they could, they can do whatever they want. And I'm they're sure not, they're, they're not gonna. <laughs> they're not gonna. So did you say what you wanted? That's what that's, you want. That's what I want. Okay. Yeah, I never played it. I always wanted to play it. I didn't own a 64 or a mm. Wii U or a GameCube. Or oh. sorry, Game GameCube. GameCube. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Nice. It's a great game. I love it. I would love to play that again. Um, so, I want to play Twilight Princess again too. I want to be a little realistic because Nintendo really only shows. Unless it's a game coming this year, they don't show a ton of it, really. Okay, okay. I want to see a Super Mario Odyssey two Ooh, coming out coming out boy. this year. This year? That's what I want to okay, see. Okay, okay. I want. You I want, want it to Breath just basically. Wild too? Well, that's not coming out this year. Oh. So I, gotcha. I. That's what I'm saying. They like they won't lean too heavily yeah, yeah, into yeah. it until. The holidays or something um so maybe just some surprise announcement like some game we don't know like basically can do the same game just add some more levels or something you know it doesn't do the same game well like <laughs> like super mario galaxy to super mario galaxy 2 right i like sure. i don't need i want a super mario odyssey 2 i don't need a whole new super mario game with 3d game with all new gimmicks and stuff like that sure 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 just uh Expand on it a little, do something a little bit different, but give me a Super Mario Odyssey 2. Let's see. A, yeah. Let's see a 3D Mario game sequel. We don't get a lot of those very often. Yeah, Mario Galaxy is the only one I can even think of. Yeah. I don't know why I'm tying that Sonic game to Nintendo, but that's supposed to come out late 2022 as well. That game looked all right. Frontiers. I was into it. Solar Ash Sonic. Yeah, I mean, I can't. Yeah, Nintendo's a, a weird one. You're gonna get are? Splatoon. You're gonna get that Splatoon probably. I, yeah, I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, Splatoon. Is that four? Three. 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 I think it's three. I don't know. I, mean, I haven't so played long. any Splatoon games. Me either. But I mean, people do love those games. So they do. I mean, I, man, they're just they're they're a wild horse. Like they just dropped that Kirby game. You know, Outlands. Yeah, there was like a trailer, and then like a year later, it was out. I felt like <laughs> that doesn't felt, sound too wild. No, I know, but that to me, <laughs> I mean, right now it for is an, for Nintendo. You get and, a trailer, and yeah. then like three years later, the game gets delayed. Yeah, um, Jeff Grubb was on a podcast I was listening to, and he was just talking about how Nintendo, like, they work on stuff, and then it's done, and it could be done for like six months or a year, 
but they just if there's a game delayed then they have some games that they're just gonna like slot back in slot in there you know yeah whether it's like a re-release or um a remaster or or anything like that some game i think um i mean advance wars one and two boot camp has been done for a long time right yeah. and they like had that spot in february and they decided to was it february i don't remember when it was oh they they showed a ton yeah, of they it. Showed yeah. it it was supposed yeah. to come out but then there was oh yeah they shelved, they shelved it. it so yeah. like whenever they feel like it's the right time to release it like they're just completely different they so i guess to eric's point who knows they are wild horse like all this talk <laughs> about a switch 2 or switch pro uh-huh i I, they'll come out with like a power glove too before they come out with the switch too. Like they'll come out with something new <laughs> and weird before they come out with like a version two of something. I don't know. Like that's Nintendo. I, I mean, okay, yeah. I would this like, could be a whole another. I would love yeah, I mean, this could be a whole podcast. That's just cool. that's just my thought with that. I don't know what to say. They're gonna come out with what I'm excited for, but a Wind Waker. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Oh yeah, if they came out with a Wind Waker, I'd be stoked. You guys ready to talk about Norco? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Norco is a 2022 point-and-click video game. The game takes place in an alternate version of Norco, Louisiana. Before its formal release, the game won the inaugural Tribeca Games Award at the Tribeca Film Festival in 2021. It's developed by Geography of Robots, which it is their first game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, published by Raw Fury. Um, uh, question uh, about that. Yes. Uh, Tribeca Film Festival winner. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is it the trailer that won, or is someone playing through six hours at this film festival? <laughs> like, I don't know how that works. I would imagine it's given to a panel of they, uh, people that played it, and then, like, they're, I don't think they're showing it, like, for six yeah. hours, and people are getting up and go to the bathroom and eating popcorn. Well, because I know, like, everything, um, which is David O'Reilly's game that was on PlayStation, uh, yeah. his trailer won an award that was, like, hmm. the BAFTA Film Awards. The trailer for, one? for the trailer one. Hmm. So that just a note. Don't know. Huh. Um, so I, we all played it on uh, PC. I mean, it is actually only on PC and and Mac OS. Um, we all played it through um, Game Pass and the Xbox uh, store. Uh, Eric, how many hours did you put into it? I think about seven or eight kind of leisurely i'd leave it on sometimes go okay. make some food okay. take the dog for a walk come back yep. it's still on yeah nolan do you have an idea yeah i'm right around there okay <clears throat> i i looked i was about um well it it said a certain amount of time but i know i left it on so i cut some of it out so i think it was about six and a half hours um yeah exclusively on that mouse and keyboard sure. and screen. Um, okay, so who wants to dive into um, the general story here mm. of, of the Norco? It's, hey, it's, it's I can I can take us there. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> I, can take us there. I can take us there. Please take me. Uh, so Paint you the play... picture of Louisiana for us. <laughs> so you play as uh, Kay, a character, a, a girl from the town of norco louisiana which is a oil town the game starts with you like off exploring the uh, united states and you're you're coming back to norco because your mother has died of cancer Mm -hmm. and you are coming back to kind of like i guess pick up the pieces you're 
like trying to find your brother who is in just kind of lost and a little out of control mm-hmm. and it quickly turns into a uh like you can't find your brother you're mm-hmm. so you start like investigating the town coming across all sorts of crazy uh shit mm-hmm. uh you're like revisiting your past mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. dealing with the uh oil company mm-hmm. and uh some cult and yeah. other crazy shit mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, we should talk to you about That's good uh, synopsis. <laughs> you just get into some crazy <laughs> shit. You definitely do. It's it's kind of played traditional point and click for the most part, mm-hmm. um, but then they introduce this like mind map in the beginning that kind of gives you a lot of backstory mm-hmm. uh, yes. when you come back to the town. Yes. So it's a lot of like foggy memories of people, mm-hmm. and then that kind of gives you paints you a picture of kind of where you've come back to. Yeah. I think that's where a lot of decisions stem in this game uh, towards the end, too. Like, Mm. you can kind of say, like, you were off exploring and you didn't want to think about your home anymore. Yeah. Or you can be like, I've always thought about my home. I wanted to come back. Yeah, the the, the intro is really like a big setup for how you feel about your home life Mm. and your, your mother and... Was Blue her dad? Her, yeah. Okay. And her brother, like, there's, like, my brother is, and I can't remember, it's, like, my my best friend or, 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 he's an idiot. idiot. There's, like, several options. Yeah. um, That you, that kind of leads you on the way. So you can kind of craft the character's feelings towards the outside world, like, however you want. I didn't really see where that payoff was because it kind of seemed like you had the same questions as you were going through the game and you could kind of really sway back and forth without affecting the narrative but i don't really know without like playing it again and comparing like that part of it um so there is that kind of like openness to how you relate to the other characters yeah which i found kind of interesting um but then like i was saying I'm already kind it of doesn't like, really lead, pay leading. Up. Like I didn't really see the connection, the through points to it. Yeah. Cause even in the yeah. mind map that Eric is talking about, which was like a really cool way I thought to get like the back, the deeper background and in, into all the characters and all yeah. basically everybody you talk to on how they're connected to each other. I feel like it just asked you the same questions over again. Yeah. You, I, I replayed like a section and picked different, answers mm-hmm. and it kind of gave me the same answers they just yeah. they they lead with a different dialogue option yeah. and i think it all kind of pertains to what ending you probably get like i we'll have to talk about sure. that later but yeah. i don't think it it affects your direct uh, initiative of what you're supposed to do in the game i mm-hmm. think you're always gonna be looking for your brother um doing these little side tasks that kind of drive you other directions yeah and then even there was like times where you could like not have a character in your party but i think you still have to have them in your party Mm. Hmm. and maybe that is different for you guys Mm. but like did you get the monkey right away yes oh yeah okay so we all did that so i never (laughs) i didn't know if anyone didn't do that but no i got the monkey that's like a quick thing you could 
probably not do the i know the 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 main like story is like about you trying to find your brother yeah so like the way the chapters are set up or each act is set up you're kind of jumping time between k's return Mm -hmm. and then to um catherine catherine uh who is k's mother yep like that kind of like her end of days yeah her final moments yeah. basically you start off like thinking like this is about you finding your brother but it's more about like your relationship with your mother i think yeah yeah um, well they kind of hit you with that in the my map too it's like your mother's my thoughts are i want to return to see her in her last days yeah. or i didn't want to see her yeah, in her last right. days because you're your brother doesn't even come into play until like the very end anyways. Yeah. Right. I was listening to Waypoint and they were talking about how he almost seems like the MacGuffin of the story because <laughs> he's like, he's, you don't really have a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like something to drive you like through. Yeah. So. The, uh, the developer also mentioned it's almost as if that's kind of a different side of K is her brother. Like right. he's not a real person. He's more of like a subconscious to her in a way. Hmm. You don't know anything about your brother until the very end. Like you well, don't, see, or you don't then, see him. Yeah. S- even at the end of the game, you still know nothing about your brother. Yeah. yeah. Except for that he's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like after. Um, I mean, at least for me, your guys is um, could be been it could be different based on like the um, dialogue options that you picked. But mine was like your brother's an idiot. Like he basically doesn't know what he was doing. He yeah. was helping um, Catherine get along into like all of her cancer appointments and treatments. Like that was ba- and as soon as she died, like just right back off the map, basically yeah. doing like drugs yeah. and all sorts of crazy, stupid shit. Yeah, it was the same. Yeah, yeah, okay. for the most part. Yeah, and like, and did you? I, but did you pick if you cared for the brother at all, or or not? I tried an option, I think, and it didn't. It didn't matter. I think okay. I just chose he was an idiot. Yeah. yeah. I, so I I don't think a lot of that stuff mattered except to you how you related to the characters and if yeah. you wanted to pick that same through point you yeah. could yeah but so they um, did they did do a little bit of that in when you're when you start as oh god what's the mom's name Catherine. Catherine thank you i keep wanting to call her casey Catherine. <laughs> yeah uh when Catherine's story starts it starts with her going to this company that basically like makes an ai imprint of them on a hard drive yeah. And you get to kind of go through the same setup where you're like, what memories do I want to leave for my children? And you can choose to delete them. Mm-hmm. And later on, there's a scene that directly like affects what information she gives to K. Um, but yep. that's, I didn't really see K's uh, like the choices you make with K come out in any sort of meaningful way throughout the game. Okay. I deleted a lot of the negative ones too, I think. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Anything that looked like super violent or like weird, I yeah. think I deleted and like left the happy. I tried to leave like the happy thoughts. <laughs> Depending on what you deleted from Catherine's uh, like memories as she's like, uh, like going through the process of getting this AI built of her, when you turn on your AI, her AI on the phone, yeah, she'll be like, I don't know who you're talking about. Right, right. Oh, which is yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Because yeah. like I deleted blue and I deleted million, 
Yeah. Mm. For, like, how dare you? And I didn't mean to. <laughs> and uh, she was like, I don't know who these people are. Oh. And I didn't, I I like, didn't oh, delete cool. anything. And there was a bunch of like stuff where she was saying the same thing anyways. Well, that's because there's so much spyware on yeah. there. <laughs> it, it says it. It says there's spyware. Yeah, so. yeah. It's like corrupted drive. And <laughs> right, stuff. right. Oh. So, I mean, just general, my overall thoughts on the story. Uh, like, uh, so it's, it's, it's told in three acts. There's clearly like an act one, act two, act three. Yeah. Through act two and a half, basically, is all like building up like the characters in the town and all that stuff. And then maybe in the later half of act two and all of act three is where it's like pretty interesting. Like there's all sorts of like you get introduced to this cult, which has somewhat been alluded to the whole time, but you don't really know too much about it. And it ends up being like really goofy. Um, And there's a bunch of like pretty interesting like religious zealots um that have opinions on like the world and how it's going to end and there's like a, a battle between them and Catherine is her part she's kind of like just doing this thing to make money and encountering the same cults and people that you are so the stories kind of like come together at like a fork in the road, basically where they share the same story until the end of the game. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, like those, it just came like too late. Um, like I already felt like the game was like dredging on quite a bit in the beginning, like building all the characters and the backstory. And there, I feel like there was some people, um, like the movie set by dimes, the convenience store. Uh-huh. Did, you, did you run into that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Completely unnecessary. Oh, the, like, the murder scene. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like, was just... I think it led you to the little la- lake, and there was somebody there. I lucky. Think that, yeah, that yeah, was like, Lucky, right? Yeah. Um, but I, you don't come back to Lucky until, like, later anyways. Um, yeah. Where he joins your party. Yeah. And, like, just... There's just some, like, stuff where I'm, like... Like, there... It's... I guess if if I were to think about it a little bit more holistically, like Eric was talking about, like Louisiana and stuff, like how people outside of the state think of you, sure, like I can see some of that stuff. But there was just a lot of fluff. And I was trying to – I was engaging with everything at the beginning. Yeah. So maybe that's part of it is that I was – but you I feel like I the story like you normally do. But I feel like <laughs> I want I want to do that in a point and click and get sure. like to the bottom of everything because anything could lead to a solution to the puzzle. Yeah, basically, like yeah. any bit like a bit of information from that set, and I like the set. I mean the movie set or the TV show or whatever it was. Right. But and, but there were so many things that just like didn't lead or contribute too much into what was going on with the main story. Uh-huh. Um that like really felt like a slog to me sure sure Um, yeah that first the first chapter is a lot of build up mm -hmm. that doesn't really make a lot of sense (laughs) in some degree like there's a lot of things in there where i'm like why is this in the game Mm -hmm. like and then it comes up later they're like okay i kind of understand that Mm -hmm. but um there is so much direct relation to the south in general in like the industrial complex yeah well no really like the in the industries like taking over these towns Mm -hmm. and stuff Mm -hmm. that i don't relate to or know anything about Mm -hmm. yeah 
so it is harder when they start introducing all this stuff in the beginning that I, I don't know until later it starts paying off. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it just, it, it, a lot of that like stuff reminded me of like f- the fracking for like ga- gas and stuff that's going on right now. Like yeah. when, like, I can't remember what, what big documentary was it about fracking that was like a couple of years ago. What but, the frack? What the frack? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, but they like, they say like your water's fine and stuff like that. And people yeah. come to like the town hall meetings with like, they're like, this is yeah. what came out of my sink. Like, here you go, drink yeah. it if it's fine. And like that, yeah. that type of stuff. Cause there was a story of like a kid that was killed. Um, Cause they had like a pipeline going through yep. their yard and it exploded uh, and killed the kid as part of the story. Was that Lucky's kid? It was a uh, duck's ducks. Kid. ducks. Kid. ducks and that kid. actually yeah. is like true. Like that happened in real life. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. And yeah. that's he, I'm sure this that's like, happened because dozens of times. Nor- yeah. Norco is a real town. Yeah. And okay. yeah. Oh, Sh- I see. I see. So Sh- they're they're referencing a speci- a, a real. Yeah. I did find it interesting that because like yeah, Yats, the guy who wrote this game, mm-hmm. has like a pretty unique or pretty specific uh, connection to the story that is being told in mm-hmm. this game, mm-hmm. and it's you know it's a sci-fi story so it gets pretty fucking weird yeah but there are some like real truths throughout the game that is pretty interesting when you go to the bar and you're you're just talking to like these like kind of asshole townies yeah everyone is everyone kind of hates each other but they also kind of like help each other out yeah they're all suffering together well because they all work for the plant shield like that's that's a lot of that's a lot of those towns they all work for the bigger company and yet they're all suffering still. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I have bars like that in my, yeah, in my town. Like our generation, like of where I live, is not like the town or the mill is closed. Mm-hmm. But I've definitely talked to people at bars that like grew up, like getting off a night shift, going to the bar, and just like you're just like that's yeah. all you do because oh, you're yeah. just grinding. Yeah, for a, how weird this game gets, it has these like little nuggets of like yeah like really cool character moments. Yeah. Which I really liked. There was even like when you're boating later and there's a dialogue that comes up and it's like, Oh yeah. The factory or the oils company would get caught on trees all the time. So they decided just to cut more trees down Mm -hmm. and it made the waterways bigger. Right. And then it created erosion and it was like a lot. And all the trees like fell into that. Yeah. And like of the lake. Yeah, and th- their solution was just because they need to get from point A to point B, and yeah. then people are environmentalists are like, it just fucks up. You <laughs> destroyed yeah. all this. So, so how does the the serious parts of that story connect to things like the super duck, where super it's duck. like <laughs> this weird gigantic bird? Yes. Um, that lives in a warehouse mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that yeah. has a neural network, basically, uh-huh. that you can download on your phone, and it gives you tasks and pays you money to do things. Pays you in duck, duck, duck yeah, crypto, crypto, basically, <laughs> yeah. duck, duck coin or something yeah. like that. Um, but uh, you get to a point in the game where Catherine's uh, in her end of the day is just trying to make some money mm-hmm. so she can get by, basically. Um, somebody tells her to download the Super Duck app duck app and this is Catherine is the the specific person that the super duck has been trying to get in contact with yeah. right because she has a connection to this um 
religious. She has a direct bloodline from Christ. Well, uh, well according to, uh, <laughs> to the ditch man, Papa, <laughs> ditch man, ditch man, um, has this connection to this like otherworldly being AI stone thing. We don't have no idea what it is, um, but the super duck knows she's connected to it, and Catherine can bring. What do they call it? The stone? Do they call it the? I think. I yeah, think, uh, I think Super it's... Duck calls it the stone. Yeah, I think it has they all call it, they all call it. Someone else, thinks right? it's a drone, right? Right, like right. A, just a flying drone. Yeah. Ditchman calls it the witness. I think. Okay, yeah. So they all call it something yeah. else, but Super Duck knows Catherine is the one that can bring Super yeah. Duck the the stone. The stone. Yeah. How does that fit into anything else? <laughs> the grounded reality or anything else so that is going on? This is on also, in, I think, a this... geological specific thing which I don't know enough about. I think it's a lot of like corporations exploiting town people, and uh-huh. this uh, duck is like a townie who is. I'm I'm trying to like say someone else's opinions on this, which is bad. But he is basically a townie, and he stays there. He's had so much tragedy happen to him that he's kind of stuck in this situation. He's stuck there, mm-hmm. and then essentially his mind, his neural network gets exploited to the point where it becomes yeah. an app. Well, he uses the. He goes to the same company as Catherine to get the head drive, the a, brain map. Yeah, the AI uh, made of made of him. So Duck becomes Super Duck. Well, so Duck <laughs> he gets so, exploited by a so company. I think. If you if you read through the messages on Catherine's phone, Duck's like, "Don't, yeah, don't go, go, don't go place, there." Right. And you're and you're like, "Well, what the why? Like, what does it yeah. matter?" And this AI basically goes like of duck goes out of control becomes super duck and starts (laughs) to like like mesh into the real world in like a bio like mechanical way because you you go you do go to ducks like motorhome and it's been rated and he's basically at the end of his life and he's like yeah they stole my they stole my brain map yeah basically it just is like i mean for me like this is getting into some like David Cronenberg style sci-fi stuff, which uh-huh. I kind of like, and I I feel maybe some influence from that. Okay, taking technology and like how everything's kind of connected and like manifesting it into like some sort of like weird swamp monster, because like swamps yeah. are kind of like that too. Yeah, I mean they're like really like. Are you talking like the animals that exist that kind of network through swamps? Yeah, yeah, like. An ecosystem. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I didn't know that's what you were looking for. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm doing a horrible job. It's okay. It's okay. I'm doing my best here. I was going to say swamp people. <laughs> I was going to say this is basically <laughs> Super Duck is basically swamp thing. Okay. A subconscious that has died in the swamp and manifested itself out of like different bits of the swamp. Okay. Gotcha. So. Yeah. So the the way I could rationalize it in my mind that all these. Um, factions basically exist like they're like there's the garrets mm-hmm. the the original garrets with john right and then yeah. uh ditch man which is um papa pa- papa um has his own kind of variation of that cult and then there's yeah. the super duck cult yeah yeah or following which and then is through, well, through the duck, app and yeah. then the the proud boys <laughs> yeah the proud boys this dude wearing body armor outside dude, the, of the, the Oh yeah, yeah, that's the, right, that's right, that's right. I forgot. Those guys just show up because they're like, something's fucked up. Here. Yeah, 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 we better. We're gonna fucking kill. Them. I forgot about that. Yeah. So the way I extrapolated that from the beginning is that this, um, 
the the industry, the corporation shield through like decades of just like beating down this like town and and like the the folks there like this is basically how they had to evolve to like survive and live outside of themselves outside of like the corporation to like do these crazy crazy things and live for something else besides just working in their refinery Hmm. basically is how i could put it put it together as far as like the deeper meaning outside Mm -hmm. of like sure these Mm -hmm. guys just exist in the game yeah they yeah they need something more yeah they need something else and that and that's just from generations like that's what it's evolved yeah evolved to yeah i I mean are you more of a leblanc person then because he's questioning everything and digging up or are you more of a uh what was it charlie's corner that was like the fringe media oh damn i forgot it what what was that that was like the proud it was like hunter's no yeah yeah that was like the it was kind of like the the republican news yeah yeah thing that popped up was like yeah yeah There's shit going between on. it was between like act two and three right like yeah, yeah. it was just like because those, those two figures seem like to like the spaceship oh i'm a LeBon- i'm a leblanc boy because <laughs> those two people feel like they're kind of friend they're on the outside they weren't invested in those two things and they were just kind of investigating all that stuff yeah but one of them was like definitely farther one way, and one was definitely farther. The By other the way. Le, LeBlanc, LeBlanc, you mean like the CEO that was trying to find the no, no the detective. LeBlanc was the detective. Oh, 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 right. The detective. St. Clair was. The, oh, St. Clair was the CEO's. Yeah. yeah. Um, you don't get a lot of interaction with St. Clair. No. no, no. You just know she's after the thing for money and wealth, basically. Like so. Well, the, later the, you the, learn she's lived father. for like several generations, though, kind of. Well, that was mm. I thought that was your mother. At the end in the ship? No, in her office. Mm. I With thought all... no, I thought that was her. When, when you go, when the, you go after the, the costume party? No, when you go into no. the ship and yeah, there's yeah, like the second two... the second part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it looked exactly like the office of the CEO. Yeah. And she's dead on the ground still. Yeah, I scene. thought that was the mo- the mother talking to you and apologizing mm. and stuff, but I could be wrong. We always ask this question, but I think it's a it's a good one, especially for this game. Yeah. How successful was the story told through the game format of being like a click point and click adventure? Like, Ooh. I feel like a lot of this game is over my head, and I can only know what I played in the game without mm-hmm. doing all this research to figure out the deeper meaning of this game. Mm-hmm. So through the game itself. I had a hard time following what was going on, mm-hmm. I'd say, through the mm-hmm. point and click. I like was reading things and then I, I pulled this up to just the style of writing is is kind of like this it's Faulkner, which I've never read any Faulkner, and it's this free indirect speech, which is mm-hmm. a style of third person narrative, which uses some of the characteristics of third person along with the essence of first person direct speech which I had a hard time following a lot of stuff hmm. in this game. Um, so point and click adventure. I mean, it works cause it's a lot of dialogue. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I had a hard time really, really following the like point A to point B. Sure. In this game. Yeah. And uh, that, that was a lot of literary choices by the, him writing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have a hard time following the story. I, there's a lot, there's, 
a ton of stuff in this game that is definitely like up to interpretation, mm-hmm. which I don't, I don't mind. Like it's fine if it's over my head a little bit. Mm-hmm. I am interested in these kinds of games like Kentucky route zero and uh, Norco mm-hmm. and disco Elysium is like this too. Like basically reading kind of a, like a novel with some, with some minor game mechanics involved. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's really interesting. Uh, so I, I actually found it to be pretty good. Um, there's some, obviously some wild ass shit in this game <laughs> and your, uh, your, uh, tolerance for wild shit is going kind of like change how you feel about <laughs> that. I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think any other format would work for this game, though. I, I think I could read this as a book and really enjoy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, game format, though. Yeah. Like, oh, first sure. person walking around game. I don't think. Yeah, like be. fire, like a walking simulator, yeah. like Firewatch or yeah, um, yeah Gone it, Home or something like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Gone Home would be eerie. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you probably could do it pretty good. Yeah. What home, remains? But, I would. What remains would be to Fitch would kind of work out. You can think you could do that. That format. That's kind of walking oh, like point and click. Like, oh, I'm mixing like, those two together, but I f- they're similar enough. I think. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't think the story is told in a particularly poor way. Um, as far as like the point and click, I think I just didn't connect to the story very that much. And that's mostly just through like the pacing, like obscure stuff where you have to like, really stretch and kind of pull meaning out of certain things is totally fine with me. Um, but, um, yeah, I I just think overall the game didn't resonate me, which kind of skews my opinion of the story just to be like blunt about it. Um, there, so there is, um, some comedy and stuff mixed into some very serious like stuff and, and dialogue. Did you guys run into like any, like, really good moments or funny moments that you really uh, enjoyed or that you thought were noteworthy? I don't think the comedy hits in the first act as well as it does in the second and third act. Yeah. The first act. <laughs> the first act is quite dry. <laughs> well, it's yeah. dry, but they have comedic moments in it that just don't feel right. Yeah. Well, and I can't even think the of The cat one. was the one main one. Oh, the cat. Yeah. And then there was I a like, few. I did like the cat. I forgot about that. I, I think... like them. The, so you, you get a monkey like the first con- like party member you can right. get yeah. is this like stuffed monkey yeah, robot. Like a, you have a staring contest. Yeah. Um and then at the end of act <laughs> 1 you're driving on the freeway with your oh, like yeah. full party and the monkey just like flies out. Yeah. And you're like mm, it's where well, the way I was, I was telling Nolan this, the way it came at the screen, like I thought yeah. it was like attacking. I was like, oh, but it was like the monkey flew off the truck. I was oddly connected to that monkey, and yeah. uh, I mean, it's not like a sad. It doesn't even like speak to it in the game. It just is kind of like this funny thing. Yeah, I, I thought that was pretty good. There's a moment in Catherine's act where you're talking to one of the younger boys, and he says he wants his monkey. Yeah, and I was wondering Ralph. how. 
Yeah, I was wondering how you'd yeah. get it. That's probably a secret mm. thing that I didn't understand. Well, mm. did you guys find the monkey mm. later? Yes, mm. this is where did we'll, you give him Ralph? We'll talk in t- about oh, the alt- alternate endings. Yeah, I have the monkey. I have the wet monkey. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do anything with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the man. This is such a like bleak game. The first act is hard because you're like trying to figure out what kind of game is this is. Well, it's like a weird environmental tragedy yeah and also like an impoverished town this town will never overcome this yeah yeah and then like but the the moments of like comedy are it almost makes them better because like it's just people like surviving in this kind of shit and they're just like this is the day in day out and they still can like crack a joke or you know it makes them like kind of real yeah i I mean that's the hard part when you meet is it Troy in the first act? Troy is the, like the shit heel who works yeah. at the, the convenience store. Yeah, the robot took his job. Yeah, thing. Yeah, he's just a complete asshole. Yeah, but you're still like, oh man, the ro- the robot took your job. That sucks, man. Yeah. I'm still gonna punch you in the face. Oh, though. I beat his ass. <laughs> but yeah. that that I felt like that could have been more comedic, or maybe it was there was comedic stuff that I just didn't understand. But that yeah. was like very kind of just sad. Yeah. Because you're either getting him pills or you're beating him up. Like, yeah. those are your two options. Yeah. But he, I, but he was also just kind of like an a, an asshole. Yeah. You know? I've never found, I've never seen, like, I feel like video games very clearly paint, like, people as either, like, so over the top villainous or, like, good. And this game has, like, does a really good job of being, like, yeah, this guy is, uh, this guy works at the oil refinery. He thinks you're a liberal piece of shit. And, but you guys can hang out at the bar and like still drink a beer next to each other and not like, like you're, you're still being oppressed by this giant company and you have no, yeah. like nothing. And I don't know. There's just like, you just don't see that perspective a lot in video games. And I, I thought that was like really nice. So yeah, there's definitely, I mean, there's some, really good comedic stuff though in second or third act like it really ratchets up like the, the, the whole garrett's <laughs> thing it, like i was love i was eating that shit up it was so good and leblanc yeah yeah oh yeah my God. it reminded me of older point clicks where it's pure humor the whole time yeah and then you have more serious moments that yeah. kind of inject a little bit yeah um that's where i was like i think we talked about it in discord but i was like thrown by like the first chapter it's like any comedic moment didn't land right yeah and then it's because it's just all like set up to the second and third act yeah and then the well mainly the third act but then the second act there's so much funny stuff in it that i was like i wish this was in the beginning Uh, i i have to ask you guys a question about leblanc Mm -hmm. did you guys did you guys mess with his face paint no No. i touched it a couple times he Uh didn't he said something about making me a clown Okay, LeBlanc is like a private eye. In the third act, you start the act in his like his office, office yeah, and it's basically just like a bathroom. Yeah, it's a toilet and, next to a desk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and like he has like clown makeup on his desk, and if you click it, he's like, "Don't touch my stuff." Yeah, and you keep clicking it, and he's like, "Seriously, I just got that. I want to. I'm excited to use it, but like, leave it alone." And if you do it like four or five times, he's like, fine, you know what? I'm going to put it on. So he puts on like juggalo makeup. And the rest of the time you spend with LeBlanc, is he, wearing it? he wears juggalo makeup. Oh, good. Oh, and 
every serious conversation you have with them, people are like, like Duck, you, uh, <laughs> Duck gets his ass beat by yeah. the Garrets, and he's like, he's like LeBlanc, what's on your face, man? <laughs> and he's like, don't worry about it. It's a style. And then it just goes into the normal conversation. Weird. And it is so funny because it it happens like four or five times. As like a side joke, but he's not like letting it affect his dialogue. Yeah. He's just like, bruh. It's Oh yeah, he says bruh a lot. He says bruh a lot. Yeah. And he's like, bruh, it's a style. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Weird. It is so good. Uh man, uh, that character I at first cause he's like t- he you meet him in the bar and he talks to you. He talks to you so long and mm-hmm. he's like I t- I he talks about taking a shit and stuff, and I was like, This guy sucks. Yeah. And then he kind of he saves you and uh, like you go on like in a you spend a long time with him mm-hmm. and he's actually really it's really funny yeah I already he's like uh, talking about how great of a boater he is and how he's a diver and yeah he's like today's my day off I'm just relaxing you do yeah. everything <laughs> he's like you get to the like the uh, the swamp and pe- they're talking about peaches and peaches like they tell this like horrible story about this guy peaches like. Just having, he just has been beat down. He's had enough. Yeah. He takes like hostages and like ends up like killing people. And LeBlanc's like, well, you know, like, did he say anything about me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the guy's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And he's like, you know, like, did he do it because of me? And he's like, fuck off. No, yeah. like, no, I don't even know who you are. And he's yeah. like, well, you know, like, I'm a, like a really good detective. <laughs> oh, man. So good. Yeah. Uh, let's talk endings real quick. Okay. Uh so just, Eric was asking about Ralph and the monkey. Didn't do the monkey. I so, also didn't. The other thing I was trying to get was I had the Bruce voice. Uh, mm, the line. Voice yeah. memo. Yeah. And I didn't know where to get it to him. Mm. That was a weird time travel thing that was kind of tripping me up. Why? Because Catherine's story is before K's. Yeah. You talk to Bruce's dad in the garage. He's like, if only I could record something for my son, mm-hmm. you record it on your phone, uh-huh. and then Kay gets it later, but at that point, you're already past the party, unless I could go back to the party. Well, did you find Bruce in at the at the big rocket party at the end? Was he the bird head? No, no. He's just there. I saw he showed up later. He like is the one that ignited everything or something at the end, but I didn't know where I could talk to him at. Yeah, you can... Oh, okay. So he's in a container, and you got to knock on it, uh, and okay. it opens I up. I didn't do that. Yeah, okay. but you you have Catherine's phone. That's not your phone. No, I know. Okay, but I have the voicemail on Catherine. You just phone. didn't know where to interact. I with didn't him. know what to. Oh, interact. okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, Bruce is hanging out in that container. Okay. He's basically manning the the keys and stuff for the yep. launch. You knock on it a bunch, and then I recognize that guy talking about the monkey earlier, and I pulled uh, the wet monkey out of the swamp. So I didn't really know what he was doing there. So I just gave him the monkey and mm-hmm. away he goes. And then climb up the rocket ship, blah, 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 blah. Um, oh, never mind. Mine's uh, way different. What's his name? Papa calls mm-hmm. down to Bruce to start the, the rocket sequence. Yep. And he's like, oh, I got to go do it myself. So Papa runs down. I free everybody. Um, mm. Well, I f- myself, Bruce, grab Catherine's corpse. And we jump off the side of the rocket. Rocket goes up into outer space. Well, and then doesn't really. Well, I mean, it, it starts to go up, <laughs> and then 
crumbles and explodes. Yeah, but then uh, as Catherine's body is sinking into the swamp, mm-hmm. it's talking to you and be like, I don't know why you didn't leave this earth, basically. Like, you chose to stay here. Uh-huh. And that's, huh. that's the end. Crazy. So, didn't uh, get those endings. So I... Um, I didn't give Bruce the monkey, uh-huh. but I did. I did show him the voice, the voice recording of his dad, who's like, "Dude, just like come home. I yeah. know, like, you know, I love you. Like, fuck these Garrets." Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, he left, and I did the same thing as you, mm-hmm. but I didn't grab Catherine. Oh, I didn't even think about it. Mm. I just I got Bruce, and we got out, uh-huh. and it basically is like. You you jump off, same the the rocket explodes. Your brother runs off into the woods, and you chase after him. Mm. And then it gives you kind of like a like you guys go to Texas and you rejoin up with the militias. Oh yeah, there was um there was definitely more to that, but it was like Bruce went his own way, and you never heard from him again. Not Bruce, uh, your brother. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. Elliot. Huh? Elliot? No. Elliot? No. I don't even remember a name. Blake. 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 Uh, he it. goes his own way. You never hear from yes. him again. Yeah. 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 Didn't get any of those. What, what happened to you? you? What happened to you? So <laughs> did you get John's head? Yeah. yeah. Did you give John's head to? To the guy and he gets shot. Yeah. 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 That's how I get up. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I just skipped over that part because that's the only, I imagine that's the only way to get up to the top of the rocket. Yeah. So I did that. I got him shot and I went up the rocket mm-hmm. and then you do like the little like trial-y things. You go to the balcony. LeBlanc's been shot. Yeah. Yep. Um, he talks to you. Leave him. You go up and you see your family up mm-hmm. top. Mm-hmm. I tried to release Blake, but then Pop Pop, Pop kicks you. Kicks. Yeah. Attacks yeah. me. Um, so then I have two choices: yes or no to sit in the chair. Yeah. I picked yes. Uh, the rocket goes off, and then it says a bright light. Yeah, you explode. You explode. Uh, And that's pretty much it. Um, Was your, did you, what was the achievement on yours real quick? Sorry. Like it said like. It was a smiley face. Or it was a frowny face. Okay, mine was a frowny face. Mine just said like finish deck three or something. I don't remember what it was. It just said like achievement unlocked and it was like frowny face. I was like, okay. (laughs) It's because in the, in the, like before the uh, eye closes or the balcony closes, it says Papa is looking down at you frowning or something Mm. like that. Oh, okay. And then it's like frowning face achievement. Huh. Well, so then I went back and did it again uh-huh. and said no to sitting in the chair. Yeah. Nothing happens. I left. It lets you leave the area. Mm-hmm. You go to the balcony and then you're getting a prompt to jump off. Right, right. And then I just jump off. Yeah. And then it explodes. Yeah. And then I talk to someone like on the beach, like in the little end dialogue. And it's like, oh my God, good thing you weren't on that type uh, thing. Yeah. yeah. Like. That's so it. you just yeah, left that's, your brother behind? Yep. That's what that's I under, cool. understood were the major endings was that you got yeah. uh, Papa away and then however, whatever configuration mm-hmm. you jumped off the balcony and the different stories that happened, whether, because you can, Papa will leave and then you jump off, which I think those two endings are the same. Um, or you take <laughs> Bruce or you take Bruce and Catherine. Um, right. Or yeah. Blake, Blake, Blake. Yeah, I got the one where Papa leaves. All right, but I just didn't grab Catherine. Right, mm. and so I think you can also save LeBlanc because oh, really? you're. Um, so he had shot one of the battles. That's well, like, so yeah. those battles are all in your mind. Like mm. 
Yes. Yeah, because yeah, he says like you're. He like, says like yeah. you're running around throwing stuff. Yeah, because like, whatever the or like there's like this like alien orb robot thing flying around and it's causing like radiation. And <laughs> I didn't use that radiation meter thing at all. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, I used it then? on the bird. I used it on the bird too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like it's like I could feel my skin warming up. Like, let's get out of here. <laughs> uh, well, it like flies into your face, and then like everything starts to really trip out, mm-hmm. and you go into like this this like boss rush battle sequence, and then when you get out of it, LeBlanc's been shot up. Yeah. And he's like, what were you doing? You were just yeah. like running around punching walls and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, it, but at the top left corner, the whole time, there's an, there's a back arrow. Oh, is there? And I think you can actually just like back out of it. Oh. So I, I'm curious to see like what that, what happens if you do that? Like if LeBlanc lives or maybe, yeah, I don't know, but it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so just a, li- a little bit from the Wikipedia here. The the game grew out of a multimedia documentary work by Yutz and a friend started in 2015. The work incorporated writing, interviews, and audiovisual components focused on the impact of Hurricane Katrina on Louisiana and its landscape. In addition to Yutz, members of the development team, Geography Robots, include Yutz's sister, Aaron Gray, Jesse Jacoby, and pseudonyms musicians... FM Aura and Guagli. Guagli 1. Guagli 1. Or (laughs) Guagli the first, maybe. Guagli the first. Part of the multimedia project was a side-scrolling game in which a robot attempts to enter a refinery in Norco. This game became Norco, and the earliest version of the current game was created in 2016. Yutz and Geography Robots designed the game in the pixel art style. Yutz relied on internet research to teach himself how to create the illustrations he contributed to the game. Um... Guagli the first was Yutz's original co- collaborator. Um, Guagli and FM Aura worked to design the game soundtrack, attempting to capture the mood and ambience of the river parishes. Mm. The game incorporates field recordings by a friend of the development team, Matt Carney, taken around Baton Rouge. Um, and Raffieri signed to publish the game in 2020. Um, and Yutz has said Norco will be the first game in a trilogy. Yeah, so in that, uh, when they got signed in 2020, he mentions a lot of this game's just been kind of on Discord, and a lot of this has just been, they have a lot of private channels that's just discourse between their friends and stuff. Yeah. And then it became a real thing in 2020. Yeah. uh, And then they kind of pushed it into this world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He also says in the interview that he wrote most of the dialogue as like a stream of consciousness, like in while he's coding it like he's writing it into the code oh weird and he was like like when he was working by himself he did a lot of that and then he brought like he hired someone who actually knew how to write yeah and was like i need some help here." there is a a part in the menu (laughs) that's not necessarily the credits but like an add-on to the credits that explains like some of that stuff oh cool yeah Um, it's like the big t when you click on it and it's like it's called like a leader or something like that i don't know it was a really good it's an interesting like perspective into someone who isn't a game developer mm-hmm. making a Yeah, like, he, he was doing game. like systems and maps about the geography of Louisiana, particularly yeah. I mean they mention it particularly around Katrina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how all these waterways kind of failed yeah. during this huge disaster. Right, right. Yeah. And so 
they reference like a lot of hurricanes in the game by like the their like three letter acronym in the year basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it was like a lot of like WYX, which like implies that there's so many hurricanes that they're not even like naming them anymore like yeah. we like we do now, you know? Yeah. Um I don't have any complaints about the overall art or visual style or the music. I, I liked um, all, all of those components. Um, the only <laughs> for the mouse, like clicking on dialogue seemed a little floaty. Did you ever like accidentally click on yes. the wrong thing? I yeah. Did. That oh, happened yeah. all the time. I don't know yeah. Like, yeah. if the hitbox or like what, what however you would call that. It, Almost Seemed felt like the, the, like where the selection was, was like right above the area. Yeah. 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 So weirdly, I used a controller on a good chunk of this. That is weird. Um, it's kind of sick. And yeah. you're it's because I was, man. my mouse was dying I'm gonna at some start point. I'm going to start calling you Ditch Man. <laughs> ditch Man. <laughs> ditch I had my feet man. kicked up. Or Kenner John. <laughs> Either or. Never be a Kenner John. <laughs> Kids doing bong rips in the mall. Um. That's pretty standard. The controller had some cool features to it. You could push a button and it would show you all the things you could interact with on the map. Great. And then you could also pull down the, yeah, it kind of was. You could hold down the left trigger and move the mouse quicker. Mm. But wait, 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 wait. This is coming from you. No, I don't mean no one I talked about this. The person that hates mouse over controls in in a controller based. This is because I was being Apex. This is because I was being lazy. We don't even play Destiny because of the mouse controls. It is terrible. Uh, It was because I was being lazy as shit. And I had my feet up on the desk. And I was leaning so far Mm. back. (laughs) Now, I I also had a nice, comfortable lean going. But I was just, I had my, ma- my yeah, hand same. on the mouse. I See, that, I don't have that luxury. A glass of whiskey in one hand, thanks to Nolan for the recommendation, this, and yeah. the mouse in the other. This game this game needs time to breathe, like mm-hmm. a fine whiskey. I need a nice <laughs> sofa with a large arm that I can put a mouse and keyboard on. <laughs> or not even a controller, according to you. No, just, just for small segments Weird. of this game. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, just, Don't recommend it, though. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. I, no, mouse. It was mouse all the way for me. Um, I will say, though, the we the sound design and the music was very good. Mm-hmm. And I like the pixel art, too. It was not like typical t- pixel art. It was kind of it was really gross. Yeah, it was stylized yeah. for sure. There was some really I'm not a big fan of it, but no. Okay. No. And I I think it was like trying to do too much artsy oil painting techniques in mm-hmm. a pixel world mm-hmm. which works sometimes and then other times like the size difference between the actual like graphic that you're looking at and then the character portraits was off to me mm-hmm. like yeah it was like supposed to be the detailed close-up but it was like smaller yeah, pixels. yeah it was like the the ui was in like yeah more it was like less eight, pixels or, yeah or it was like eight yeah. bit and yeah. then you yeah. had like like the actual pixel art was like Windows 95, like 128 bit. But then I also feel like um, human forms were more like amalgamous than like anything else too. So it was definitely like a weird. It was weird. Uh, There was some really cool, like um, there's a really, really good section at the end of the game Mm -hmm. where it's, it's a, like a, 
like a top-down blueprint of your house and oh, you're that's like the best part of the game you're like revisiting your family members mm-hmm. and million which we haven't even talked about oh that's true about how like fucking sad it is that yeah. million this like surrogate robot for your your parents ends up betraying you because they're just like a corporate robot uh-huh. like not like million doesn't betray you but like her like like the sleeper ev- cell yeah, the evil within spyware yeah. like activates and like turns on you that was pretty easy to tell though the foreshadowing for that was super obvious i i mean like i, I didn't, didn't think it was gonna happen i didn't think that. it was gonna happen really either. they kept asking like if they're like aren't you one of those corporate robots yeah. and like it was just like three dots was like the response every time like she like million never responded to, like, <clears throat> i mean she was like in her description she's like she's like a security robot and right, stuff. right but like i i didn't like question her like that she could do that mm. but i just didn't think she was going to i also thought Catherine having all this like secret department stuff kind of figured that out and didn't tell her kids <clears throat> that million was well like, that's why i don't think she knew well she that's, trusted, well, she that's why she had the in. well yeah i don't know the wi-fi jammer was so that her <laughs> head like you shoot it her head driver <laughs> doesn't uh her head drive doesn't turn into super duck right and yeah. join the network ah good sh- good shit good <laughs> shit um what were we talking about oh the art style yep uh there's just some really cool like oh, like it's described as you floating over louisiana and you're visiting each room and you're talking to like you're having this kind of like final moment with your family mm-hmm. members and you have one with million and they're like the they're like receding back into uh, the getting, landscape the water is taking over and it's like it's just like it's kind of like lighting up the city mm-hmm. ah man it just had such a very unique style i liked it a lot i did like uh some of the more uh psychedelic scenes with like super duck oh yeah and um there's a part when i think you're climbing <clears throat> If I remember right, you're like ascending through the the, the, spa- ship. the spaceship, and mm-hmm. it has like eight eyes that yeah. are all kind of like orange and like peeled back. Yes, like or the skin is orange, like very like much brighter like dynamic color schemes than than it was in any of the the rest of the yeah. game. It, I feel like the, those really stood out. I took like a couple screenshots as yeah. I was going through it, some of those. The super duck stuff was cool because like they they're talking about like all, like there's a lot of like bird birds throughout the game and like some of them are just like built into the backgrounds like there'll be like an eagle head and like an eye watching Mm -hmm. you just like in the rocks and shit Mm -hmm. ah man it was just very interesting style yeah that that honestly was my favorite part of the game was the revisiting the rooms that i liked it a lot i thought that was the best written part too yeah well then it kind of like right he mentions this in the podcast too um but the game in itself has so many things going on and elements going on. It's kind of just about being present. Once mm-hmm. you notice those dialogues started being more apparent in Kay's dialogue when you were mm-hmm. going through the rooms mm-hmm. yeah. where you could be like, I just should have been here or like, sure. I could have helped and done this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can take the other approach and not pick any of those things, but I noticed those start coming up more through mm-hmm. the end dialogue. And I was like, Oh, it's just kind of just about being present in this yeah. situation yeah. where tragedy has struck your family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the game does have some interesting mechanics in it. We talked 
about uh, the brain or the mind map system that kind of dives. You can make selections or ask questions that dive deeper into um, any of the ancillary characters, even ones that like are out of your party or that you won't come in contact to again. You can still kind of go back mm -hmm. and ask mm -hmm. questions that fill stuff in. Um, there is like a turn-based RPG. There's kind of like this boat mini game <laughs> yeah. um, thing. There's another thing that I'm not remembering. There was the like the when you're doing the RPG. There's almost like the DDR and memory games. Uh, well, it was depending on what character. You yeah. Were. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, any of those like stand out to you or like really clicked or or. They or not. Uh I thought the swamp the boat one made a lot of sense to me. I hated the boat. Yeah, but it I was liked, slow and annoying. I liked the boat. I hated the boat. Uh, I would have rather just clicked on an area. Yeah. And been uh, there. Instead of like navigating through oh, it. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I liked it. Or even like the did you do the the puppet play? Yeah. With the alligator and you yep. had like a health bar and if you're uh, did, and you, like the hit. Did you kill the person? I killed the, the alligator. I killed the alligator. I killed the alligator too. I killed the person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he obviously says, "Thanks for doing my bidding," and then yeah. he kills you. Yeah, I got an I got an alligator phone case. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, I, I got a froggy phone case. I paid for. <laughs> I uh, oh yeah, man. the phone mechanic too. That's another one, I guess. Oh yeah, I liked all I liked all that shit. That's a good way to do items. I thought that was a good way to yeah. do a point and click item system. Uh, but it was weird to have items and have your cell phone. I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, just to... it's another thing that doesn't really come into play until like the second act. Yeah, and I think like the RPG mechanic was fine, like be mostly because it didn't outstay its welcome. Yeah, it like you're killing guys like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's it, too simple. Yeah, it's it's it, you're not it's not the point. There's no like a uh, risk there. Yeah, there was like, no point of having it in there. But it but, didn't yeah. like bother me because yeah. I didn't take up too much time. Uh, for me personally, yeah. um, Ooh, I got stuck. No, I'm just kidding. You got stuck. Yeah. <laughs> did anyone die in any of those no. situations? No, no. no. I was no. wondering what happened. Um, I did run I, out, run out of money on the phone, and then you just get advanced. I said, yeah, coin. Yeah, because like you, when you travel between the points. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys talk to um the people in the research the research people? Yes. Yep. In the and fishing cabin. Did you did you guys? Talk to the guy who was with Catherine, uh -huh. and how because Super Duck is dying, all the quack coin is yeah, like worthless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. Um, it's not really a mechanic, but it's a basis of point and click games, like the puzzles. Like, how did? What did you guys think? Did, did you run into any issues with any of the puzzles? I thought they were all like super. No. Simple. I had to look up the security drone one. And then I looked up the security drone one and didn't give me the right answer. And then I thought about what <laughs> like the, for the keypad or the moving the drones oh, okay. at the oil refinery. So oh, moving them out of the yeah. way. Yeah, and then uh, I reread what the dialogue was that they give you, uh -huh. and I was like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I also had trouble with that because I actually stopped playing at that section, mm -hmm. and when I came back. I was already like in the map and I was like, what the fuck was I doing? Mm -hmm. And I, it doesn't retell you no, until no. you start, until you move um, too many into one area. And then it will be like, Oh, this is the maximum yep. amount you can have. Yeah. If we can, if we can have 
the surrounding the gate, right. like two in each two in were each, fine. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. But the city hall tripped me up too. I know that was a later thing, but that elevator figuring out the yeah. floors. But that it, one took me a little bit. I, I didn't, I missed uh, the basement for a while. Same. That's, that's what took me a little bit too. Yeah. I felt like the puzzles were pretty easy, but this game also has like a lot more dialogue than I would say a point and click adventure game has. Yeah. I am glad so. it didn't go the route of there's a, there's a few routes that point clicks go that are very bad. Um, it's using random items and random things to get the result you need to move oh, yeah. on, which is like nonsensical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There was like something in, I want to say full throttle, what's called pixel hunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have to move your mouse around, basically just clicking on pixels until you get the right pixel. Oh my. Yeah. And then that gets you into a location. Yeah. And I don't think they even tell you like to look for it or anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah I be, liked... That'd be some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Especially th- in this game, it would not. Yeah, same. <laughs> I thought it was good. I didn't really care that much about the fighting, but it would have been kind of funny if they just saved it for that last section where you're fighting. <laughs> yeah. And, and then you're like, and then LeBlanc's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah and it would be all the things you learned from like earlier in the game. Yeah. But maybe it'd be too far removed. I don't know. Yeah, but maybe. Cause I do like that idea though. Yeah. I was listening to Waypoint and they were talking about you fight some Garrett's when you're trying to get into Duck's house. Oh, yeah. That's so good. But if once you shoot yeah. LeBlanc's gun, yeah. they just run away. Right. And I was like, oh, man, I didn't even think about that. Maybe they were, like, saying, like, if you just use uh, Kat, she, or K, yeah, uh, maybe they would have stayed and fight you longer. But Yeah. Well, you can't because they have a cooldown between. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you have yeah. to pick yeah, the other right. person. So, I don't know. It was it was cool. Yeah, I side 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 note: uh, the Garrett's <laughs> complaining about their like Best Buy outfits, and they wanted to be Templar outfits. Yeah, and yeah. Then later <gasps> later so they have good. Templar outfits. That was funny. Yeah, <laughs> dude. The Garrett. The okay. So another one more LeBlanc thing is yeah. when you get to the in the third act when you're on your way to the rocket and you come to Duck's uh, Duck Spot or whatever, mm-hmm. and there's those two or those three guys, and that you see the Garrett's of like. Uh, been influenced by Papa, and they have like jewels stuck to their face and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. LeBlanc goes off on a like a a side note with one of them, and he's like, "I mean, you got makeup on, I got makeup on, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like, I don't know, we could be friends." <laughs> yeah. And the 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 Garrett's just like, "Uh, yeah, I guess." Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, uh, I thought it was all. All the like side mechanics were pretty weak. I didn't care for the boat. I didn't care for the elevator puzzle. I mean, I thought all the puzzles were like super easy and very obvious. And even if you didn't get it like the first time, like the hint system by being able to click your companion, yeah, like they would just basically tell you what to do. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's all I got to say. Um. I think it just comes down to just how the story was told that it was just way too slow in the beginning and just picked up and like, just had like a big tonal shift that I didn't really feel was super justified. I think I would have liked to have seen that stuff like sprinkled more out in the beginning of, of act two. Um, I think that really would have helped the pacing in my opinion um, is really just where I have the most beef. Hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't think it needed to go back to Catherine really at all. Oh man, I like Catherine. I like Catherine Ca- too. But I thought I, Catherine's sections were very strong. I was very like 
committed to like the K story and then they switched to Catherine. I was kind of like, at that point I like, I think I, I think that's act two. I was already like kind of done with act one. Cause it was like a lot to get through to get to act two. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like halfway through or maybe the later half of act one where you switch to Catherine too. And like, you have to do the hot dog part and get yep. into the thing. You get the phone, yeah. the super duck act. And then beginning of act two is when you're on the truck on the way towards. Yeah. Wherever. I yeah. It's a lot to get to, to be like more than halfway through it almost. I don't remember like the timing. On yeah. That, but yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot to get through, but I actually thought the end of act two and three were really good. So it was worth it, <laughs> but it took a lot of, uh, Teeth pulling a bit, I think. I if I I could have stopped after that first act and been like, yeah, I'm gonna watch a YouTube, which I almost did. <laughs> you almost did. Almost I, did I don't know it. why and, you'd want to watch a YouTube of this. Yeah, to be honest. Well, because I was just like at the, the point. Yeah. Well, I probably would have like flipped through it enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just was to the point where I was like, I don't want to play this anymore. Yeah. And then kept playing, and I was like, mm-hmm. it's got pretty good. The so, good th- the good thing is that it's short. It was yeah. It was short. Yeah. But yeah, I think I'm probably the most out on this game out of the three of us. Six hours, I think, is like perfect for this length of a game or this style of a game. Could have been four and it would have been a good, I think. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I, I liked most of this game. I don't think it did a super great job of like doing an overarching story. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like you said, like there's lots of weird shit and it doesn't really pay off. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I thought the moment to moment was pretty good and the characters uh, that you get to interact with uh, were interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So I liked it. And also I liked the boat mechanics. So yeah. <laughs> the, uh, with the, the thing with the boat mechanics was like the, is the kind of the same thing as with the clicking, like the hitbox seemed like there was like definitely like some yeah. feathering sure around like you really like yeah. i kept thinking i was gonna make it around a corner and like i just wouldn't yeah you're just hitting the wall yeah and stuff. yeah 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 i also thought the like when you're diving into the water that was really cool and like you're getting these like just trippy ass dialogue dialogue yeah, whatever the heck was going on was, there. yeah it was it was cool by that time i was already like you're you were grinding. You were grinding that night uh, last night, being like, "I need to finish this." Yeah, I probably play. I probably had like a two-hour chunk left. Yeah, because I think I was like right at the fish camp when I. Or point-and-click games, just I such a. I think it's just such a good way to, to tell a story. Mm. And they like, are great. I don't mind. I don't mind the like longer sections of dialogue. Mm. Like, I think this game, or this game, is a lot like Kentucky Fruit Zero. I will say I found Kentucky Route Zero to be much more interesting of a story and game than, really? than this one. They had more visual cues and interactions, I think, in Kentucky Route Zero that kept I, you engaged. I think the puzzles were much more interesting, too. Yeah. I think this they were game, like deeper puzzles. I think I liked the story of this game more, but I liked the mechanics of Kentucky Route Zero. Like They had more interesting things to click on. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, but Kentucky Route Zero is so long. It's long. Oh, it's in that. I would love to have played that episodically. I was like going to say I, that when it was coming out would have been easier digestible. Yeah, yeah. But then I w- definitely would have forgot what was happening between episode yeah. and episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
but yeah uh, i don't know somewhere in between those two i think would be like such hmm. an awesome i think the perfect point click is a tim schaefer can just keep going my tim that's because there's no dialogue in those games you doof yeah there is there's so much dialogue in those games. Oh, you said there's zero dialogue in this game, by the way. Minimal. In this one? Yes. Minimal was the word he was saying. <laughs> like, we talked about this, too. It's like, it wasn't a novel. Like, Kentucky Route Zero felt more novelized than yes. this. Yeah. And this, even when you clicked on a book, gave you two paragraphs. Yeah. Which was way easier to digest than oh, yeah. going through, like, pamphlets or something Absolutely. in another game. Yeah. So... I thought this was going to be a lot more dialogue like Kentucky Route Zero, Mm -hmm. and it was not. Yeah. And then, like, a lot of the older point-and-click adventure games, like, it's all dialogue. Um, And there are characters that ramble on and on, like, LeBlanc. (laughs) So there is big chunks. Uh, Um, So so what what were you going to say is the perfect point-and-click? More humor um, right off the bat in these fantastical worlds i think oh uh just it's a good because it's the games aren't in themselves aren't inherently like i don't know they're not as engaging so humor helps a lot in these type of games i think absolutely i think it also helps like if you removed the humor out of this game it would be the most huge bummer game i've ever played it's a pretty it's a pretty huge bummer uh, so I don't recommend it. Whoo, zero recommend. I would not recommend it. I don't know who to recommend this to. That's my take. I would recommend this to a science fiction fan. Okay. Like if you like uh, Philip K. Dick, if you like uh, like Neuromancer or Cronenberg. <laughs> Man. Been watching rewatching Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I was trying to think of the the books that the fantasy series that they read in that one that oh, has like yeah. a. Uh, Is it boils into it? No, 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 no it's um, the fantasy. Yeah, the fantasy one. Damn it! What is it? Yeah. But. Uh, it's like DC Parlov is the the writer. <laughs> oh yeah, he was that guy was good. Yeah, yeah. that's like the. But they just like guy that they gets just, all the ladies. Yeah, yeah, they just quote it. Yeah. To each other all the time. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> just reminded me of that neuromancer yeah yeah i mean i feel like um who is the philip k dick um i'm only gonna build a reference movies because i haven't read any of those books but are they as dry as this in terms because those are about like his books are like the amount of like uh corporate background in this game and then like how technology uh like has like manifested in reality and then just kind of like the dreamscape religious stuff reminds me a lot of like phil k dick's shit that's what i was wondering because it it does seem like his writings and also the movies that were made of his work are very like technology being uh exploiting these small towns the movies in a way like the movies are basically like action movies based off of like a small bit of his yeah of his writing if you're like a genre sci-fi fan, I think uh, this is like a really interesting um, sci-fi piece. Interested in like point and click or like alternative means of storytelling. Is I it thought Gothic it North? Isn't it like a genre? Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I think like it said like a 
gothic genre like louisiana gothic genre the skyfire cycle skyfires is it the skyfire cycle yeah that's i thought it was i thought chronicle was in there skyfire cycle god it's so those two episodes are so good yeah speaking of sci-fi next month's game alan wake uh, mm-hmm. Is going to be our game for June. It's an action adventure game developed by Remedy Entertainment and published by Microsoft Studios. Originally released for the Xbox 360 in May of 2010, and uh, it hit Windows in February 2012. And there is also the remaster that mm-hmm. came out last year, mm-hmm. uh, which is on consoles and currently exclusive to the Epic Game Store. Um, we don't have a little synopsis for this game. Hold on one second here. You're, um, you know, you're L. R. L. Stein. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of someone uh, that wasn't uh, uh, Stephen King. Stephen King. Yeah, it's like Stephen King and Twin Peaks. E. Okay. Uh, Alan Wake is a best-selling American novelist. After suffering from a two-year strain of writer's block, Alan was brought on vacation by his wife, Alice, to the idyllic Pacific Northwest town of Bright Falls. Events took a dark turn when Alice was kidnapped by an unseen force, and Wake was forced to fight his way through possessed town folk all while experiencing the events of a story he didn't even remember writing. My God. Yep. Um, we found a... a uh, this was on an accident, but we were looking up reviews for um, the the game when it originally came out, or at least for the remaster. And it says, uh, I believe it was Game Informer said, well worth revisiting over a decade later to see how your theories hold up. This is a great game to discuss with friends, a book club experience for gamers. And it's that us. is That's exactly us. what we are here to do. So finally, a game with, with it in the description or yeah, someone in, wrote it in the review. Yeah, that that could be a quote on the box art. Um, so that cemented in um, the choice of Alan Wake for us. Um, this game was was on my radar when it came out for the 360, but never got around to playing it. Um, and of course, there's Quantum Break, which I think uh, reviewed pretty well, but not very many played it. And then Control recently, which was one of my favorite games of. Uh, that year and they also have like an Alan Wake tie-in because they're all part of the yep. same universe which made me want to um, go back and revisit this game and they're making an Alan Wake too so yeah it's supposed to be more uh, I think more survival horror-ish oh really yeah cool. it's supposed to like kind of get more into the horror elements I think nice uh, yeah I've only played four hours of this uh, way back when way back so I'm going to probably restart it cool but should be good nice uh well yeah alan wake that'll be our game for june so we'll be playing that on twitch on thursday nights nolan's gonna take the helm of that one sunday uh just check our squ- our schedule over on twitch.tv slash video game rations to see what we're playing um thanks for, for hanging out if you guys could share the podcast leave us any reviews on apple Podcasts. that helps us out and then videogamerations.com is a place you can find the link to all of our other socials discord twitter uh, the Gmail, YouTube, where all the VODs from our Twitch and, and other stuff. Nolan's actually playing through uh, Metro 2033 on, on the YouTube as well. Yeah. So yeah. You can check that out there. Um, thanks, guys, for hanging out. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you at the end of June. See you next time. See you.